Curtis is here. Curtis Lee was still uh, here, probably doing some work. The guy is a, a work machine. He never stops working. So I asked him to come in for a few minutes because I was unclear about something. Curtis, thank you. Our mayor, Mr. Adams, he was at this Met Gala with this clown suit on, this this thing that looked like he was the ringmaster for the Barnum and Bailey Circus, and then he jetted out of town. I didn't know that. And then he couldn't get... Meanwhile, crime is still crazy numbers with the crime, and he was where? Well, first off, at the Met Gala, he was the fashionista extraordinaire. Remember, some of his friends said he lived for this. He couldn't wait to go to the Met Gala. And I said to myself, wait a second. You've got so much crime going on in the city. The polls are saying the people are now turning on you after four months. They're saying, we're not going to believe the hype. You said that you had a plan. Remember, the swagger man had a plan from day one. He was going to bring down the crime. And, James, do you realize after four months we've had more crime in the first four months of Eric Adams' mayor than in any four months when Bill de Blasio was mayor for eight years? That's scary. Crime is up over almost 50%. Yep. Can you wait? A 50, almost 50% increase in criminal activity since this guy took over. And it's everywhere. It's in neighborhoods that never really had a major crime problem before. Uh, as Guardian Angels, we're now patrolling Bay Ridge in Brooklyn, Forest Hills just the other day in Queens. Forest which, Hills? Never. Never before were we ever asked to do that. This is scary. Yeah. And people still, you talk to them about the subways, and they're like, oh, no, oh hell no. <laughs> oh, hell no. I'm not going on the subway. I mean, people do have to. People that work and can't aff- don't have a car, can't afford a car, can't afford the parking in New York, which is outrageous and always has been. They have no choice. They have to either take a bus or a train to get to work. And they're petrified. And the majority of the workers are women. Uh, notice these, these uh, office uh, buildings, 50% empty. And you want nightlife because he says, I'm the mayor of nightlife. Without women going to the clubs, the restaurants, or the bars, you ain't attracting the men. Thank you. You are not. And they're not taking the subway. They are afraid. And not just from people thugging them up, you know, ripping them off, robbing them. But guys walking around the subways trying to prove uh, to women that they are not suffering from erectile dysfunction. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So I, when I was, in fact, on my way in the studios this morning, I saw um, an ad, get Broadway tickets now for 23 24 29 whatever it was, dollars. And I said, wow, that's really nice. And then I heard on, on, on our top of the hour news, well, some of them are still having these mask mandates, and some of them have vaccine passport mandates, and some don't. How do you expect to bring back business on Broadway with these mandates? And with the idea that that you are still talking about forcing people to get a vaccine or show you proof of vaccine, like you're the freaking police, you're going to a play. I don't understand this. How and without the Broadway, how do you expect the restaurant row to come back? Oh, it's endless. We're the largest city with the uh, with the failure to be able to show any uh, kind of comeback whatsoever. And every time there's a new variant. What do we do? We just double down on the uh, vaccine mandates, the mass mandates. 
Look at all these civil servants who were heroes. Remember in the aftermath uh, of uh, either 9-11, if they were on then, or uh, of the lockdown and pandemic, March of 2020. Every night we come out at 7 o'clock, we'd applaud the healthcare right. workers, right. the cops, the firefighters, the sanitation men, essential workers, the MTA workers. They were dying. I mean, massive right. numbers were dying. Right. And now, because they wouldn't get a vaccine, you're fired. No unemployment. Couldn't go out and look for another. Yet, when you have athletes to come to town, this mayor says, oh, give the athletes a pass. Let them play ball. Let them go around and bounce a ball around. They're okay. But to the workers that held the city together when no one else would, he treats them like dirt, like peasants, like they're not even worthy of being. I don't understand any of it. And meanwhile, crime is going nuts. So he goes out of town to do what? He goes to Los Angeles to appear with Michael Milken at a conference in which no elected officials were there. He's talking about uh, the information age, which he's not an expert on. It was really all a ruse because that night there was a huge fundraiser uh, in Beverly Hills at a billionaire's house that he attended. He was out there fundraising because he paid for the trip with campaign money. If this was, if this had to do with the business of New York City, we would have ended up paying for his trip. And then who does he end up with? Front row, he's sitting next to Beyonce, uh, uh, J.C., Madonna, Elon Musk, and uh, Jamie Foxx at Dave Chappelle's comedy presentation at the Hollywood Bowl. And ask yourself, how did this kid, really a kid, he's 23, Isaiah Allen, end up being in the first row? You know, that costs a lot of money. Right. Who's a homeless guy in L.A. He gets up on the stage. He tries to attack Dave Chappelle. He's able to ward him off. And then they gave him the beatdown of his life, all the security there. How did he get into the front row? I don't know. With a gun. With a, with a, with a plastic gun with a knife taped to it. In the meantime, and, then, and then after all of this, that liberal DA out there says, ah, we're not going to really charge him. And misdemeanor. So what? He may have killed a comedian. He may have killed that black comedian. Who cares? That black comedian doesn't like trans people. So <laughs> let's let the guy off. Who cares? Well, um, let him get a little. Gaston didn't say right. that. I'm saying it. Let him get a little taste of what average everyday people have to go through in L.A. and New York and Philadelphia and in uh, cities all throughout America where there's no prosecution of these cases. But if you notice right away, Dave Chappelle's lawyer, what? He's only charged with misdemeanors. He's going to be cut loose. Yeah, Dave yeah, Chappelle. Yeah. That's the way it is for everybody else, too. Yeah. So back to Mr. Our Mayor, Mr. Adams. Mr. I can't wait to go to the Met in my clown suit. Okay, he's out there in the front row with Mr. Z and Mrs. Z. And, um, uh, you know, Mr. Z, by the way, has escaped a lot of scrutiny in his past. He is just such a celebrated hero. Nobody talks about the past, but we're not going to do Look, it here. Look, he shot his brother, and he got a number one rap record out of it. <laughs> Jay-Z shot his brother in the Marcy Avenue Project, and he's a hero. Well, you shot your brother. Hey. This is part of our culture today. Right? So, so our mayor's out there hanging with Mr. Z and Mrs. Z and Jamie Foxx and Elon Musk. Elon Musk right, yeah. right, right, right. Okay. Meanwhile, crime is raging out of control here, and then he gets stuck out in L.A. because he can't get a... He no, can't no, just there's, there's all kinds of red eyes. You know that. If you miss one, you can jump on another.
If you can afford to be sitting in the front row with this esteemed company, somebody's got a private plane they can loan you and say, oh, you need to get back to New York. No, here's a plane. Here's mine. He didn't want to come back. He was too busy raising the roof. Party hardy. He's the the mayor of nightlife. He's at Club Zero Bond every night with every trendoid freakazoid. He's hanging out with the TikTok girls trying to keep up with the Kardashians. Okay, let me. This is your city, folks. Remember, We're watching this in remember, our city. He is the swagger man who never had a plan to resolve the crime issue. He bamboozled everybody. I'm going to ask you. You ran for mayor against him. Yep. What would you do? What would you do, Curtis? Okay, they want- you're, you're talking about our mayor, our celebrity mayor. And we don't like the By the way, I get a lot of flack for talking about his dress. Even some of my friends. Would you stop talking about his dress? It makes you look so not serious. No, I'm talking about his dress. Because he spends so much time in the mirror, and he's always flashing it. Why shouldn't I notice and talk about it? I would never walk out of my house with that clown suit on, let alone go to the Met with it. James, uh, that's not off the rack. We're not talking men's uh, wholesale outlet. We're talking about customized suits and Ferragamo shoes every day. Right. What would you do? All right, smarty pants. What would you do to stop the crime? All right, number one. You need 6,000 more cops. You only got 34,000. You need 40,000. I would tax Columbia University, NYU, Madison Square Garden. They don't pay any property taxes, and yet they're buying up property all the time, takes it off to tax rolls. That'll give you the money for the cops. Then in the subways, you never see cops on the trains any longer walking up and down by themselves. Go back to the situation that always existed. You have one transit cop. He or she walks up and down the moving train. It gives people a feeling of relief. They can tell a cop, hey, you know, there's a guy in that next car. Uh, He had a knife. He was menacing people. They don't do that any longer. That's two ways right away you can affect the outcome of crime in the city. And you got to have the back of the cops. You can't say, you know, I... A month ago, this is what he said. I don't want anybody coming into the face of my cops filming them. It's a dangerous job. So the cops said, wow, he's got our back. Then a month later, you heard him just last week say, and if you see any cops on their cell phones that we've issued them in order for them to log everything that's going on because they don't have those books to write in any longer, you send pictures to me and I'll be down there tomorrow. So if you're a cop, you say, this guy doesn't have our back. If we get jammed up, he's going to be the first to turn on us. The morale is at an all-time low, and uh, Eric Adams does not have the back of the cops. And you can feel it in the streets and in the subways and the housing projects. Housing projects, they don't do verticals any longer. So they don't go into the stairwells, the cops, and go up and down. This is where the gangbangers are. This is where they're robbing people. People in the projects are mostly people of color. Who's, Who's getting victimized? The people who elected Eric Adams. So you elected him, you're stuck with him. And unfortunately, it's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. Wow. What about also naming names on the city council people who decided to go along with this uh, open turnstile, letting criminals out of jail, along with the, the Alvin Bragg philosophy, the criminals aren't bad people, give them another chance to rob and kill them and rape you. Well, notice he has not said anything negative about Alvin Bragg. Alvin Bragg is DEA. Uh, they might as well, on every Dwayne Reed, CVS, Walgreens, have Alvin Bragg swag bags. So when you come in and you want to shoplift, can I have my Alvin Bragg, <laughs> Bragg swag bag, please? Two of them, please. I want to fill them up and walk right out. 
81% increase in shoplifting, killing retail in the city, which means it can, the city cannot recover if these thugs are going to go in and out and steal everything they can get their hands on. You ever go into a Dwayne Reed? Almost nothing can you get off the get off because the shelf. Because everything has to be locked up now. With, with, with a chain, a chain, or you go into a supermarket. Oh, there's no Hagen Dazs ice cream, man. It's like they steal it. Whatever they can steal and resell, they go to a nearby bodega. They'll sell it in the street. They'll sell it on the subway platform. They don't get arrested for it. They don't. And none of the DAs prosecute fair, fair jumping. They say, oh, you know, there's so much fare evasion. 30% of the people on buses don't pay their fare. 12% on subways. How are they going to subsidize this system? By raising taxes on people that are law-abiding citizens, those that are left, that haven't been killed, murdered, raped, harassed out of the city, or taxed out. Exactly, because there's no other way to subsidize this. In fact, the MTA, the money-taking agency, is saying to everybody, if we don't stop fare evasion... We're going to go bankrupt because there's no more stimulus money coming from Uncle Joe Biden, who is like, stimulus? What are you talking about? Oh, that's right. Uh, I I thought I gave you the stimulus. There's no more money coming from Washington. We're on our own. Curtis, thank you. It is sobering. And uh, look, Curtis, I'm going to say it again. I really want this mayor to succeed because I want a safe city. I, I don't want... You and your people out there having to do the work that should be done by law enforcement um, that we pay our taxes for. And thank God you and your crew are out there helping people where other people don't. You've been doing this for years. You've dedicated your life to protecting the people of this city. And I just wish that we had a mayor that would do the same right now. Well, remember, he's just enjoying the nightlife. And let's face it. He is a well-dressed man, James Gold. He is a well-dressed he man. He is a well-dressed man. There are perks to being mayor in the city of New York. Yeah, you get to sit next to Mr. and Mrs. Z. How lovely. <laughs> James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerly. Thank you, Curtis. We're coming back right after this.